Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The NFL Combine is upon us with 319 prospects descending upon Indianapolis in the coming days. It is I, Rob Paul aka the theorist behind the three cone conspiracy why are times so bad lately could it be connected to the balloons we keep seeing in the sky and joining me as always is aj the bench press is where football stars are made marchese it's the only uh, measurement that matters rob that and heart the only two Today, we're going position by position through the NFL Scouting Combine to break down what we're expecting. Let's hit it! Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a... Bryce Young, who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. Rising Tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Uh, there will be a lot of funk in Indianapolis this week, mm-hmm, AJ. Mm-hmm. But among that funk, these folk will not be. Guess there was a bunch of NFL Combine snubs. Before we get into our Combine breakdown, thought we'd highlight a couple of our our biggest snubs. Why don't you Why don't you hit me with your number one offensive snub, if you got one? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I have a lot of defensive guys, actually. There was a way more defensive guys. There was. I, like, I wanted to put you on the spot. I liked it. Uh, you know who the number one offensive snub was, Rob? Who? Uh, soon to be USFL Hall of Famer, Kadeem Telford. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't he? Wasn't he a second round pick? Second round? USFL? Was he second round? I don't know. I don't know. Try second overall, bud. I don't. I have no idea. That, that's a good one. He he had a pretty solid shrine week. Um, yeah. There was a couple. I thought a lot of the biggest offensive snubs were wide receivers and offensive linemen. Uh, my biggest offensive snub was Antonio Moffy, uh, the guard from UCLA. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite day three sleepers in this class. He had a dominant week at the Shrine Bowl. But yeah, him and Telford both. I thought both should have been there. Both um, both massive men too. So I mean I like 
I like when you get the big boys too. Like, save me the the tiny office lineman from the yeah. big school. Get, give me the big boys. I'll, I'll give you another a big boy, but a big boy at a receiver who is also at the Shrine Bowl. South Carolina State Shaq Davis. I I don't six four mm-hmm. and field stretching kind of X receiver. He was winning deep all week uh, in Vegas, and I, I was pretty shocked him. There's a couple HBCU guys I was shocked were not invited. Yeah, and like when you when we looked at that, I was wondering if it was because of the HBCU combine, which was last weekend. Yeah, I believe. But that that, that feels but like they weren't they weren't there. That's weird. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, like Aubrey Miller, the Jackson State mm-hmm. linebacker, for example, who was at the Senior Bowl, had a pretty good week. Yep. Was not invited to the to the combine, and, and generally, if you're invited to the Senior Bowl, you're invited to the combine. Yeah, there was like what five, five guys from the Senior Bowl that didn't get to the combine, and that, that leads me actually. I think like two of the biggest numbers overall, both on the defensive side of the ball, both comp, um, Senior Bowl guys. What number one for me? It's got to be Carl Brooks, who had a great great Senior Bowl week. That one's like almost unbelievable I, that I, he didn't I, get an invite. Big time. I, I really. Like, Really do not understand it. Like, he is... He, he had a pretty damn good senior bowl week. He was a dominant player in the MAC, But a guy who, at 300 pounds, was playing out on the edge mm-hmm. looked far more comfortable as a three-deck. Like, a, a guy who's legitimately got day two hopes, I thought. Yeah. And then wasn't invited to the combine. It, that one, I could not believe it. And a guy who would have tested really well for that interior yeah. defense group. Yeah, I, I think that's top shocker overall. Big time. Um, outside of him, though, yeah, I felt like a lot of the stumps were on defense. Another guy who, like, you know, less shocking, but he deserved the shot in uh, Marty Mapu, the the Sacramento oh. State uh, safety turn linebacker, who um, he had a really, really good uh, senior bowl week as well. Um, like, that one I get, like, you know, smaller school, okay, I can see him, get sneak, you know, still unfair for him, should have been there. Yeah, there was, yeah, there, there was a couple defensive guys I would have liked to see. Um, a couple more I'll give you. NC State linebacker mm-hmm. Drake Thomas, who I thought was the best off-ball linebacker at the Shrine Bowl. Um, Dijuan Johnson, another MAC defensive lineman uh, from Toledo. He had a pretty good Shrine Bowl week. Uh, your boy Deshaun Jameson, yeah. who was one of probably the five best DBs at the Shrine Bowl. Especially um, uh, a Texas guy getting snubbed, too. It's odd. And a guy who's been on the radar for yeah. so long. Yeah. And, and with special teams upside as a retirement. And then... Um, Stephen F. Austin pass rusher mm-hmm. B.J. Thompson, who I think would have tested really freaking well. Agreed. Yeah, that one really sucks. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. There's a lot, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Can I give one more, and then we can move yeah, on? Yeah, go for it. Um, Xavier Valaday, the Arizona State running back, who I thought had the most complete week of the Shrine Bowl running backs, and it showed up in the game. Um, he just, I mean, power five running back at Arizona State, a guy who was super productive at Arizona State and Wyoming, mm-hmm. uh, I would have thought he, he would have got one. I, I also just think they should, like, at this point, just expand it to 400 prospects, I, honestly. It, how much of a difference does it make if they invite 80 more prospects spread out over four days, right? I, yeah. I don't I don't understand why they always like, have that hard, like, pretty hard limit around that 319 number. It's strange. It is strange. Like, you'd think they, the, the NFL would want to have the most amount of guys they could have. Yeah. I mean, you got players like Carl Brooks getting left out. Yeah. I, I think you you really need to. It's it's time to look at, yeah, look at the whole and, thing. And I know Roger Goodell's making these selections personal. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you think, like, I don't know, it's just like maybe like uh, one more breakfast I don't got to give out, you know, and it's, 
I don't really get it. I don't I don't understand the logic like the logic behind such a like a odd number. It's not even like okay, we're inviting 300 guys. It's always 300, you know. Yeah, and you'd think because like obviously there's only what about 255-ish yeah. selections in the NFL draft, but there's probably about 150 priority undrafted free agents on top of that. You'd think you'd want to get a tight look at all these guys. Um, which leads me into the kind of the order of importance at the combine. Well, number one reason the combine exists is is for the medical. Yeah, exactly. And and like regardless of if you're drafting a guy or not, you want to know kind of what his his long term outlook is. And, and these guys go through hours of medical evaluations well in Indianapolis. Yeah, and that's not something you're getting with the pro days, which is. Like, you know, like, Deshaun Jameson's going to run at the Texas Pro Day, but, it, you know, we're not going to get the same look. It, it's, yeah, it's weird. And, and on top of that, like, the interviews, too, like, because mm-hmm. the order of importance, medicals, interviews, then it's the on-field stuff, right? Like, the athletic testing is important, but it's more like cross-checking, like, yeah. does this guy run as fast as he looks on tape? Is he slow? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it, like obviously, and nowadays, obviously, it's it's numbers that you get, like, every year at a lot of schools, and then yeah, at the pro like day, get, too. Like, yeah, and we get the GPS tracking for the, yeah. like, game speed versus the 40-yard dash. Yeah. And, um, obviously, like, each year we, we see a guy take a leap based off his testing, where, like, Trevon Walker went into the week pro- probably viewed as a top 15 lock, but not, not definitely not the consensus number one guy mm-hmm. or potential number one pick and, and he dominates he ends up that right so it does matter but not not as much as the medicals and the interviews um and this year they, they switched it up on us again with the uh with the schedule kind of going going to the afternoon they had it in prime time uh prior to that they used to do it in the morning i i think this might be the times that make the most sense. Yeah, I, I think that the you know with the with the evening testing, we had a lot of um, complaints from the athletes, which I mean, very understandable when they're getting up at you know six whatever six o'clock in the morning, having to do all the like having a long day with the medical testing and and the interviews and all of that, and then having to go run the fastest time at you know eight o'clock at night. Like that's a that's a tough ask. Um, for for television purposes, it, you know, it was great for for us at least. But I, I, maybe the numbers that they were hoping for, like TV wise, didn't happen because I think if they did, they would have kept it. But I think in terms, I agree with you in terms of actual scheduling, the best of both worlds for television and um and for athlete. Um, I think this afternoon, three to eight p.m. on the Thursday, Friday, and one to eight or one to seven on the weekend. I think that that makes the most sense, the best um the best combination of both worlds there. Do you like how they kind of switch it up? To, so we start with the D-line linebackers. Then we go to the DBs and special teams on Friday. QBs and pass catchers on Saturday. End it with the O-line and the running backs on Sunday. Do you like that switch? I think it makes sense for television purposes. Um, yeah. I, save, save the the kind of fantasy football type players yeah. for the weekend. For when you get the most eyes on them. And also, yeah. like, hey, the last few combines, I think, I think the stars have been the defensive line and edge and... All those boys, so getting them out there uh, first, they deserve it, you know. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be tuning in specifically Friday uh, early evening for Jake Moody, but that's just <laughs> me. I mean, I'm a traditional. Like, I love the old schedule. It just felt like, you know, we're so it was so predictable 
But yeah, and I, I don't mind them shaking. Like the order in the terms of the position groups doesn't matter. So I think it, it's interesting. All right, moving moving into the NFL Combine spectacular now. Starting with the quarterbacks, uh, we'll just go position by position, kind of look at the most to gain, most to lose, who gets on the radar, who needs a big week, most important measurements, medicals, or interviews, and then our overall winners. Uh, and starting with the quarterbacks, I feel like I'm, I'm almost surprised that uh, – Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, and Will Levis are yeah. all apparently going to be throwing. Bryce Young will not be throwing, which is not really a surprise because I think he's probably not going to participate in anything uh, because it's kind of more about the weigh-in for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but exciting that we get to see Richardson, Stroud, and Levis all throw. Yeah, it totally is. I mean, I, I totally agree. <laughs> Oftentimes we don't see that at all. Um, it's going to be fun to see, like, Richardson and, and Levis, who, you know, both are maybe in competition for the biggest arms in the class, um, you know, competing side by side. And then and then they got, um, you know, they're not as accurate as C.J. Stroud. So if they if they start, you know, missing, they're going to look bad due to Stroud. But, like, it, you know, it's, it's going to be too. fun to stack them off, yeah. Because it's alphabetical. Richardson throws and then Stroud throws right after him. Yeah, no, that's... that's I think it'll be interesting to see. It will be interesting to see those... Them throwing right after one another, no, totally... Um, and, uh, you know who throws after Will Levis? Um, I mean, do you want me to look and tell you, or do you want me just to guess? No, no, I know. I know. I know you know. Um, uh, what could be the best person to throw after him? Think about that. Uh, I don't know who. Tanner McKee. Yeah, of baby. course. Of course it's Tanner. Of course it's Tanner. Uh, Elemental okay. P. I always forget. <laughs> So let's get into it. Uh, I think hands down Anthony Richardson has the most game. Uh, I totally agree. Yeah, like, like we said, he's throwing. So that, that arm is going to be on full display. We, we don't know if he's running. I think he said he's doing everything. Yeah, I think so too. And That's what Tom the Pellraiser Pelicero tweeted. Thank you, Pellraiser. Um, but yeah, if he's throwing, he's running, he's making money, period. Um, and again, the, the stock keeps creeping up. I mean, you've seen some mock drafts this week with him going number one. Um, I think he's he's looking top ten, and this week is gonna. I don't know. It, maybe maybe puts him into that that top five. You got to trade out from category. He's set to have like kind of the most complete week too if he tests mm-hmm. because not only will he look the most physically imposing among quarterbacks at six four like two thirty five, but he has the best arm. The ball's just gonna freaking jump out of that hand. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't even care if he's accurate. Like I just want to <laughs> see him rip it. Um, and then, yeah, he's he's got a chance, AJ. I was looking into this yesterday. He's got a chance to run the fastest 40 ever for a quarterback over 230 pounds. Um, I was looking at, like, the RAS scores. We don't talk enough about Dante Culpepper running a 4.52 at 255 Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think Culpepper's – like, not, no one says he wasn't athletic, but I think it's overlooked as time goes on. Yeah, because he ends up hurting his knee yeah. and kind of losing it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Richardson's got a chance to run the fastest 40 for a quarterback over 230 pounds. Like, he could legitimately run sub 4-5. Yeah. Uh, to, so to see him do that, and he's the only quarterback who's on Bruce Feldman's freaks list. Like, he's going to put up numbers. And I think most people have come far enough through his tape now that they agree he's a top 10, worth a top 10 pick in this class. Um, so I, I, I can't imagine him leaving the week not being viewed as that by 99% of people. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I totally agree. No, it's it's 
I think it's Anthony Richardson's show in an indie. Um, whereas for the flip side, for most to lose, I, I ended up putting Will Levis. I ended up putting Will Levis. And I, I don't think in terms of the NFL, I don't think they'll care, and so it's not really true. But, like, realistically, I don't know. Like, he's got to stack up against Richardson. So if he's not as fast as him, which he's not, if, he, if he's not as big as he's less, you know what I mean? All Will Levis is all, he's a good athlete, but, you, you know, you see it sometimes as a straight-line guy, but you don't see it that often. He's a big he's a big player. Like, it's all, like, the measurables. So if, if the arm doesn't pop like it should, I think it will. I'm just saying, though. He's got a lot to lose, but it, it, he won't lose it. That's my point. It's also worth noting, like, he played hurt this whole year. Yeah. So the medicals are big for yep. him, too. Yep. Absolutely. Um, okay, I, I, I put Stetson Bennett for most to lose. <laughs> I think he needs a big week, Rob. He's got to kill those interviews. I read the NFL.com, uh, like, quote from the scouts type thing uh, for their combine players. And the one for Stetson Bennett was like, an NFC executive saying like he, he's not certain Stetson Bennett will ever be an NFL starter. So that's I a good. That and I was it, like, does anyone? No, that's a good take though, Rob. What, what? Like it, it, not that long ago, Stetson Bennett skipped the Senior Bowl, got arrested for public <laughs> intoxication. Um, he's going to be about the same size as Bryce Young. Uh, like he needs like legitimately. He was in such a good spot to end up a day three quarterback. Yeah. And now he is not. And he needs something out of this week. And, and I don't think it's going to show up. And when it doesn't, like, maybe this doesn't better hype. You know what? It's died already. It died fast. But oh my. I just thought, like. When Stetson runs a four four three, you're gonna shut up, all right? He's probably gonna run way faster than he's gonna run pretty good. Yeah, I think he's gonna run sub four six five. Yeah, I think he will too, and that'll be enough to keep the buzz going. And then you'll get you know that all the executives, you know what? He showed some you know some moxie in the interview. I think Will Levis is a really good pick for this. I also think Tanner McKee's worth putting for this, just because I don't think he has the arm talent some people seem to think he has, just because he's six six. I don't think he's a good athlete, like that could have been he's not a, a lot yeah. of these other guys. Like I think he's gonna look very pedestrian. pedestrian. Hey, I was gonna use the same word. Yeah, he was my pick for needs a big week. Um I don't know, like I, I still don't know where the hell his stock actually is, but yeah, the arm is I, mm, like maybe he's got I, some straight line athletes, but like I don't know, he's rigid. <laughs> P, I swear to god, PFF's propping him up. Like no one I haven't seen like anyone who sat down and watched Tanner McKee doesn't think he is like a top seven quarterback in this class. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, day three, maybe a potential developmental like, backup. Okay. He's clo- He's closer to Aiden O'Connell than he is to freaking Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I, I don't disagree there. Um, I and I mean, I put Will Levis for needs to be a big week. Le- Levis definitely is like a top of that. He is the most to lose, needs a big week. Tanner McKee's like the day three version of that, though. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and yeah, go ahead. Who who do you got get kind of getting on the radar? You know what I, I know. All, a lot of these quarterbacks yeah. are already on the radar. They're all fairly big name guys. They are. But who do you think kind of maybe gets themselves drafted? So I, I think maybe I, I, won't, I won't. I'm not going that hot. But I think just a guy who's going to look good in this setting. And um, not that I mean everyone knows the name, but just I think DTR is just going to look really good in this yep, setting. Bingo, same. Yeah. Same. No, I, I he looked good at the shrine. Yeah. Like. There was a weird amount of Aiden O'Connell hype coming out of the Shrine Bowl. DTR was, uh, like, right on par with him, I thought, all week. 
Um, and you're right, DTR is going to be one of the fast best testers, yeah. and I think he's, he's going to have one of the better arms there too. He's always had the NFL talents, absolutely. I mean, we've seen we've seen the glimpses of an NFL quarterback many many times in his career. Um, sustained, I don't know, but yeah, the athleticism is, is big time there. The arm is there, legit too. Um, so yeah, I think he's just kind of got the most the most to uh, of like the sleepery guys. Not saying he really is, but the most the most to get out of this week. I'm also willing to say, like, seeing Malik Cunningham, too. Like, yeah. He tests really well. Like, just seeing with the way the NFL is trended towards more playmaker y athletic quarterbacks, like, guys like that are going to get a shot when they used to not. Yeah, and which is great for everyone. I mean, yeah. Um, we both had our needs to big week. Uh, most important measurement, medical or interview. You got to, I mean, Bryce, Bryce is yeah. young, but it's also not because I feel like we all know he's going to be 5'10", 194. Yeah. You know what I think people forget? That, like, Russell Wilson was 5'10", like 204 at the Combine. And I know Russ, you know, could put on that dad weight, but, like, I don't know if Bryce has got the same um, the same skeletal frame, but, like, I don't know. I, again, it, it, does it really matter? Only time will tell, but I don't think like, it's going to hurt what? his draft stock. What does he have to come in at for it to actually hurt his stock? Like five nine and under one ninety. Yeah, if he's that small, it's gonna it it will probably hurt. And if he's not doing anything, I think he's gonna come in at five ten, like one ninety seven. Yeah, like just just bulked up for for it, and then you know we'll probably be more closer to the playing weight during the pro day. That probably is accurate. Where he won't weigh in. Yet. Yeah. Um. Hendon Hooker's medical is also going to be important coming Absolutely. off the torn ACL, yeah. especially when I think he he's after those top four quarterbacks, he's very much in that five six range and could be a day two pick. Um, and then I mentioned Will Levis's uh, after the foot injury. Hooker's injury really really sucks though, because like it would have been so interesting to see how his like it just feels like not that it's hurt his stock majorly, but it just feels like it it, it put a stop to it, you know. Especially because he would have been at the Senior Bowl and. Yeah. I, just given how the senior bowl he would have been the best quarterback there by far yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a good athlete too like yeah so it, it really it really sucks um and then finally the overall winner you can't go wrong with anthony Richardson. yeah i went back i went back to anthony Richardson. i think this is the only position where i doubled down on on one spot but yeah it's got to be anthony richardson i'm i'm so excited to see how he tests me too it feels like we haven't had that like best athlete at the quarterback position test in so long no, I mean J- Justin Fields are in a f- true four four six. That's true. I think, um, but you're right. Like, L- like Lamar, obviously, I think is what you're thinking of. It, it, yeah, and then you know, like it just kind of started the, like Kyler didn't run, like you know what I mean. But in Lamar, I, I fucking every right that he didn't run because fucking assholes. But I know, but I would have loved to see it. it. It just what what they took, not Lamar's fault, but what they took from us, those assholes. Yeah. Um, maybe when he's a Atlanta Falcon, he'll run. Uh, <laughs> running backs, running backs, running backs. So we know UAB's Dwayne McBride will not be participating, and Ole Miss's Zach Evans will not be participating, both with hamstring injuries. Uh, would like to see them both. Um, yeah, I think I think Evans I like really Evans really needed it. I feel like, and I think he would have tested really well. So that's yeah. Um, I would have probably put him for my most a game, but with, without him here. Uh, I put two different guys. I put two lanes, Tajay Spears, who I think just kind of continues his rise after that big sneer bowl. I think he would have, t- or he's going to test really well with the change of direction stuff, the short shuttle, the three cone. Um, 
I don't I don't think he's gonna run like a blazing forty. Yeah. Around around four five. Um, a guy who I think's gonna really test and like really hit a good forty is Israel Abonaconda, yeah. the Pittsburgh running back. Who he's just got like a couple different runs this season where <laughs> yeah with those long ass strides he's a high cut guy and, and runs high but he's got these really long strides and he just pulls away from defenders yeah so i think he's gonna really help himself yeah i put him for one of my most to gain or sorry um gets on gets on the radar not that he isn't but like i i don't think people are appreciating that i think he's gonna run really really well yeah it's a crowded <laughs> running back class right? like I, i'm not a big abonaconda fan but uh, I I, th- I I think with a big week, like I can understand why people would have him as a top ten running back. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Again, great class though. Um, my uh, my top most to gain. I kind of played like I play. I'm playing this one down the middle. Let, 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 hear me out for a second. I put Zach Charbonnet because like I don't think his testing numbers are all that important, right? I, like he look, he's clearly he is what he is on the field. I, I think he's gonna hit those, but like. The buzz has kind of died down on Charbonnet. You know, he's got nothing to lose going into this week. Is kind of what my where I'm framing See, this as. I push back. I put him for most to lose. I don't know. This running back group, I think, yeah. is going to test really well. And I'm a huge Zach Charbonnet fan. Yeah. I think he's my RB four, maybe even my RB three. Um, I think he'd have to have a disastrous out, week though for him yeah, to, for it to really hurt. That, yeah, like if he comes out and runs a four six five though, you know, like change the direction stuff's not going to be great. Like. I think it, it'll hurt him just because so many of yeah. these other guys are so explosive and talented that it'll just kind of push him down a bit. That's fair. Because um, right now I think he's a firmly like worth a second round pick. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think he'll he'll end up putting decent numbers up. I think he'll surprise or not surprise, but like match the tape, if you will, because like he he doesn't have movement issues on the t- on the field. You know, I, I think it's gonna yeah, I think it's be yeah. fine. And then um. Similarly to Spears, another smaller school back that I, that just keeps on rising, but Keaton Mitchell, who who's gonna That's, who's gonna put up some really really strong numbers. Yeah, I put him for for gets on the radar because yeah. I, I feel like he's still kind of I agree. Yeah, getting missed a little bit because to me he's like if you love Devin Ashame but you don't want to take him on day two, <laughs> do Keaton Keaton Mitchell on yeah. day three. Um, those those two, Shane and Mitchell, I think are the the two guys who will run the fastest forties among the running backs. Yeah, and and Mitchell's apparently got a huge vert too. And yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna like like not like Spears. Like I think he's gonna outtest Spears. Like of the two smaller school guys, and like actually Spears, I think one of the more important medical checks too because he's had the knee issues yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's gonna get a clean bill, and that, that stock keeps on soaring. But yeah, between like it almost feels like Spears kind of stole Mitchell's love a little bit. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but it's going to come back and, here. Yeah, I, I think Mitchell's going to be a huge winner yes. from, the, from the weekend. Yeah, be like, I think he's my RB twelve right now. Um, but I think a lot more people will be kind of in the top one, like view him as a top one fifty guy. Yeah, because for, for all the all the people that you know, forty isn't that important when you run a four two nine or I don't know what Mitchell's. Maybe if he gets in the four threes, he, you know, like his GPS mm-hmm. uh, high, I think was a twenty two point six. Yeah this year or something insane so you know if you throw a four three five out there it's gonna it's it's gonna help you like yeah man east carolina they know how to find fast run cj2k baby uh most to lose i i just i i feel like tank bigsby's kind of just getting lost Mm, that's a good one yeah and if he comes out and like i'm not saying if he comes out i I think he's gonna test well but if he he comes out and it's just not kind of in that elite tier Mm -hmm. it's kind of in the in more in the 
solid week. Like, I feel like he just kind of gets lost a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I um, agree with you. And, and it's not his fault he played behind some horrible Auburn lines. He had to create so much on his own. So I put him in. I put Kendra Miller, the TCU yeah. back, for similar reasons. Yeah, I, again, uh, Miller, like, this, the, the hype really felt like it was building. Um, and then it kind of just it died. Maybe after he got banged up and he didn't play in the natty, right? I, I expect him to run well, though. He is explosive at 220. Mm-hmm. For my most lose, I kind of I, I put I put Deuce Vaughn. Like he's going to come in small. He he should test very well, but if he doesn't, that's that's a that's going to really hurt him, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's just it's going to be hard to draft a back that is that tiny, and if he doesn't put up really good numbers, and again. Cop- I think because of the, the, the how good this class is, <laughs> good numbers are going to look not good, and great numbers are going to look more average. You know what I mean? Because I think there's going to be some mm-hmm. eye-popping numbers. So even if you might even get just dinged by that. And uh, I love Deuce Vaughn. I think he's going to test really well. But, yeah, just, just that's always an issue when you're not that big. A uh, couple small backs this year. There are, and which makes it fun, though. I love the small backs. Yeah. I mean, speaking of them... Um, for for I, I hit Keaton Mitchell's my my gets on the radar mm-hmm. and then, um I I thought Devin O'Shane needs a big week. Yeah, he does. I mean, I put him as my winner because in terms of you get the you run the fastest, you win. But if he doesn't run well, like he, you could definitely put him for most to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he he should run sub four uh four sub four three two. Yeah. I think is what we're expecting. Yeah. Uh, but at 185, like without that, if he runs a little slow, like it's gonna scare some people off because people are already scared off. Yeah, there, there aren't running backs. There aren't many running backs who are sub 200 that make it in the NFL's top 100 picks, and he's sub 190. Yeah, yeah, I know totally. See, he, he needs it, but I, I think he, he pulls it off. Um, for me, it's a big week. Uh, another guy who's like again, the, line, uh, the running back group is just so deep, and I feel like Chase Brown has kind of got lost in the shuffle lately. I think he's a good athlete. He's going to test well, but he, he, he just needs it. If he doesn't, then I'm just going to keep getting lost. Another running back who wears orange I put here, too, Sean Tucker. <laughs> yeah, he does. Who, who's a really uh, good track athlete, yeah. so he should run really well. Yeah. I don't love the tape, but a big 40 would go a long way for him. Yeah, it would, because that's another guy. It just feels like this, the stock has just kept slipping on him. Um, and yeah, if, But if he goes out and runs a really good 40, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to reunite it. Who was your gets on the radar? So yeah, I'd, I'd have been a Canada here, um, but number one, it's more like gets out of the shadow, and then that's Roshan Johnson. I, that, he's a big boy, and he's going to test really well, and I, he's going to look good in all the drills. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to come out as one of the winners of the week. Maybe not the most like you know he's not going to he's going to blaze the forty or anything, but just like you throw on that uh, the, the spider, and I think he's going to have a very complete uh, and a good ras. I think that's where he's going to come out. Um, and then most important measurement medical interviews. I put a Shane here. I put Deuce Vaughn here. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because I, you don't want to see them be smaller than they were listed. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but I also put Shamir Gibbs here. Like, he's on the smaller side. He's I think probably consensus RB two. Yeah. He's on the smaller side. Like, is he going to be? Closer to 199 or closer to 210? Like, I'm interested to see what he comes in at. How important do you think that is for him, though? If I mean, if he comes in at 205 and balls out, like... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that yeah. much. Uh, but I do think, like, if he if he came in under 200, I think that would that would uh, scare some people off, mm-hmm. right? Like, so, so he, I think he's going to be in a lot of people's top 32 prospects, but is he going to be a top 32 pick? 
I, I this might be like I don't know. This might be me just trying to be um I don't know, be be a guesser more than a predictor, but I feel like he's not going to have have as special of a week as a lot of people predict. I think the numbers going to be good, but not eye-poppingly good. That's my prediction. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fair and I think this is a on top of like this is a loaded running back class yeah. and it's loaded with big time athletes so I, I i think that's a good point like it could just be like he could have a really good week yeah. but it just won't stand out because some of these other guys are gonna mm-hmm. put up absurd numbers right exactly um i'm curious who your overall overall winner is, is it just did you land on Bijan? yeah it's gonna be Bijan. i think Bijan comes in at what six foot 220 ish i don't think like i don't think he's running like a four or four or anything but <laughs> it, it would you be shocked if he did? <laughs> I, I think he'll run more like a 4-5 flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the explosion numbers yeah. would be like... like his, I'm, I'm so excited to see what his vert and his broad are. I think his three coats are going to be really good uh, for his size too. Um, if he does the short shuttle. I think also just in terms of like on-field actual work. Yes. Not the athletic testing. Like he's just going to look so much... Like the size and the explosion are just going to look so devastating compared to some of these other guys. I think like the two positions outside of like just seeing the ball come out of the quarterback's hands where the on-field like drills are the most important is probably running back and, and DB corner specifically. Yeah. Uh, and that's where like people like, you know, the running back coaches will be down there on the field and like just fall for a guy for how they're moving, you know, in and out of those bags and stuff. Um, yeah, and, and Bichon, like it's hard not to choose him. I think it's Bichon and then like to a lesser, well... It's hard not to pick him for everything. You know, every superlative for every running back all the time in this class for the last yeah, yeah. year. <laughs> but, yeah, and I think, I think I'll think i land with a Shane just because he, he's going to run really well. But, again, like you said, if he doesn't, that's going to very much hurt him. Where Bichon, like, even if the numbers look um, just good in this group, um, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Uh, also worth noting, like, a Shane's, like, I think you were in the 10th fastest 100 mm-hmm. meter in Texas A&M history. Yeah, he's, he's legit speed. Like, uh, yeah, freak show. Um, moving to wide receivers where, despite it not being, like, the best top heavy receiver class we've had, there's a lot of good athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of intrigue, I think, around this. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe off the beaten path a little bit for me for my most of the game but i'm going with tennessee cedric tillman you know what i love that i put him for um uh, gets on the radar not that he's not on it but like it feels like he fell off of it he he i think like post combine week because obviously he was hurt this year uh he couldn't participate in the uh the senior bowl because of the injury um i think post combine like there's gonna be this guy's a top 60 pick. Type yeah, because, like, you know, like his style of receiver feels very much missing from that day two range, right? Like, the 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 larger dude. Like, we got a lot of the, the smaller, the, the route runners, the speedsters, and then Quentin Johnston. But, like, his... It, Cedric Till, Tillman's day two Quentin Johnston, yeah. but better at, at winning contested catches. Pretty much, yeah. And, like like you said, the health is going to check out, or has to check out for him. But yeah, yeah. He, he's big. He's an athlete, and he's a big athlete. That's that's gonna all work. Apparently, like Vert's around forty. He's expecting to run sub four four five. Yeah, he. I think he's gonna rise. Like, I totally agree with you. I think he's gonna rise. And the only thing that's that the only reason he's not already there is because he got banged up. Like, there's it's not the tape. It's not anything else. It's just that. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Also, maybe maybe 
you could argue him for most of the lose, but I put I put Jackson Smith and Jigba for most of the game. We haven't seen him. I think he's like is an enigma. I put him most of the lose, but it's like is he really though? So yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> like we haven't seen him. If everyone's like, oh, he's gonna run four five five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the bar's kind of low. Yeah. You're right. If he comes out and runs better than we expect. Tests better than we expect, and you're like, well, his whole thing is that he's. He he's like the prototype slot who understands how to get open, but isn't a great athlete. Mm-hmm. Like has great ball skills, but isn't gonna burn you. Well, if he he, he go, shoots above expectation, then I think that's great for him. That's true. The bar is pretty low for JSN. Yeah, but he he like if he doesn't hit that four five five, then the questions come, and then the health. The health is gonna be a question too. Um, missing the entire year for the most part here. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Like it's almost like he's got a lot to lose, but he also, with the bar being low, he does have a lot to gain. I, I don't disagree with you. I did put him for most to lose though. Um, my most to gain, I just went with the speedsters. Uh, first of all, Tyler Scott, who yeah. like the, the the buzz is already there, but clocked at like a four two nine. Um, so, so he's got everything to gain. But then also like what he comes in at uh, weight wise is going to be really interesting and important for him because we're running a four two nine at one eighty. It's not. It's it's okay, like you know, it doesn't hurt, but it's it's not. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I know, I know. I've never seen someone so upset by a four two nine. No, I know. I just like I'm not saying it's upset. The time is great, but you know, like if whatever he comes in at is going to be interesting. And also, Jaden Reed, who is was great in Mobile. Um, it kind of felt like he got slept on a little bit, to be honest. And and the speed is there, so coming to see what he he runs will, will help a lot. And like well, I feel like he's got the speed, but he might be more of a four 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 type of speed. On, on, on the field, yeah, do you, but I don't think do it matters. Think do you think he's going to be more of a lighted up in the three cone? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be both very solid, but not like amazing. But when you put it together, they're it's really damn good. Um, lots of those kind of smaller burners in this. Group, yeah, there right? is there is. Um, most to lose. I think if Jalen Hyatt comes out and doesn't yep. doesn't hit that. Because this whole game is built off speed. Yep. I think I'm lower on him than some people. Uh, wide receiver six for me, I believe. I don't think he's a first-round guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's a second-round guy. If he comes out and he, he doesn't hit that, that 4-2-8 I keep hearing yeah. about, like that, okay. Well, if he, run, like, if he runs I mean, in the 4-4s like, or around there, he's not he's not going first round. He won't be a first-round pick, period, right? Like it, it's funny because like if he if he runs a four three five like that's yeah. awesome but people are gonna be disappointed yeah it's so funny yeah no that's silly like if, he, if it's that then I don't I don't think any actual NFL people are gonna worry but yeah no I, definitely because I mean he's going to run fast but he has to so it's it's all just tied to that I'm also interested to see what he comes in at yeah like kind of like similar to Tyler Scott yep. but like I think Tyler, Tyler Scott's in a way better position Tyler Scott yes be, the the freak athlete being Kind of slept, slept on. on. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he, J- yeah, totally agree. Uh, I also put Quentin Johnson here because his whole game's kind of built off being this big athletic guy who his ball skills are maybe not exactly what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And his, he's not as physical as the catch point as you want him to be. But if he's 6'4 and 215 and can run a 4'4 flat, you can overlook that. But maybe if he, if he kind of isn't hitting the numbers that have been put out there could hurt him you're totally right receiver you're totally right this receiver class is such a like you know you kind of know who the five guys are but the order but the order is gonna i think the combine is gonna have a major impact on this. yeah i totally agree and like you're so right i i ended up putting johnson with my overall winner because like 
it feels like people have been picking him apart, and I feel like sometimes people are forgetting how good of an like of good scores he's going to put up, like both the running and the leaping. Um, but like you just said, if he doesn't hit those, that's trouble, trouble for him though, like serious trouble. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It, it's it's he's got one of the biggest weeks out there. That's for sure. Um, who's your most to lose? Uh, I don't no Jalen. It was it was JSN and Jalen Hyatt. I, I agreed with. Oh my bad. Yeah, my yeah. Bad. Uh, gets on the radar. I'll give you three guys who are at the Shrine Bowl. Um, Liberty's Demario Douglas, mm-hmm. who was one of the best route runners at the Shrine Bowl. Really dynamic space guy. Kind of in that Isaiah McKenzie mold where he's super undersized but so fluid. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he runs. Uh, Arkansas's Jaden Hazelwood, yeah. who I thought looked like the most like an NFL receiver with his size and athletic movement at, at the Shrine Bowl, but um, ball skills were lacking. So let's see him in the gauntlet, but I, I think like he's going to put up great numbers for his size. And then another guy who, big size, big athlete, kind of didn't quite hit his expectations in college, Justin Shorter, the Florida mm-hmm. receiver, former Penn State receiver. He was like the number one receiver in his recruiting class, five-star guy. He he could be a guy who comes out, puts up huge numbers, and someone bets on him. Yeah, no, he he definitely could be. Um, so yeah, my, my top guy was Cedric Tillman for gets on the radar, but similar um, five star pedigree. How about Raheem Jarrett? He's got all right? the potential for a really really well rounded uh, week in in, Mo- in I, Mobile in Indy. You wish uh, I, I I put him for needs a big week. He he, he's, he does he does, but it also feels like he's getting. You know, it's not like he's 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 like in a in a top, you know, ten receiver or anything. But like, right, right. But like entering over the summer, yeah. he looked like he could be absolutely. Uh, kind of his role changed this year at Maryland. Um, never really all came together. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of has been slept on. But if he is six foot, he's two hundred. If he puts up big times, yeah. Whew, you're right. That's a good one. Sticking good one, my last one, sticking the Big Ten because it's where the athletes are born. Um, Trey Palmer too, who who wasn't great yep. at the Senior Bowl, but another you know well built guy, okay. and she put up really good numbers. Yeah, I think he was like a 200 meter stud mm-hmm. in high school. Um, for needs a big week, I had Raheem Jarrett, like I said, Andre Yoshida, yes. the Princeton receiver, who was a big disappointment at the Senior yes. Bowl, but I mean he's got like the he's like a legit like borderline olympic track athlete. <laughs> yeah. I mean it all comes down to this for him, right? Like if he somehow disappoints, which he shouldn't. Uh, that's that's all she wrote in terms of his draft stock after that really really underwhelming senior bowl. And then I also put SMU's Rasheed Rice who I think's a bit polarizing. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. And like I don't know if he's going to wow with any of the numbers, but I don't think he's going to be poor either though. Yeah, he's a guy who like, he makes some wild contested catches mm-hmm. on tape, but he does struggle to separate. He's not the most refined route runner. Um, he's he's a guy who I think some people view as, like, a second-round guy, and others will view as a day-three guy. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree with you there. Um, yeah, I feel like Yoshiva is kind of, like, the, the pick one. But how about, like, in terms of big name? I mean, you can also probably – very important for the interview process, but Keishon Booty. Um, yeah, that's my most important. Yeah, interview. yeah, I know. But and I, medical and medical his ankle. Yeah, I, I know. I just had to double down because like he's got to hit those interviews well, but he also has to test well. If 
it feels like if he falters either way, it's it's gonna be another nail in that coffin in terms of his draft stock. Again, like he could go on and have a great NFL career, but in terms of his stock, feels like he's got to nail both of them, right? Yeah, he is. He might have the most riding on this combine yeah. of like anyone. Yeah, I think so. Um, and in terms of just just on field stuff, with um, coming out of the Senior Bowl with a tank, his his week, his hype, he's he's just got to go and test well, or else with his size. Um, he's in trouble. <laughs> um, along with Boudet for most important measurement, medical or interview, I put Michael Wilson, the Stanford receiver, who yeah, incredible Senior Bowl week, but he's been hurt his whole collegiate career, so medicals will be big for that. Absolutely. And how about um, Dante Demas checking on that knee injury? Um, a guy we loved, um, you know, going into to, like before the injury, you know, had a quiet year. The, the Maryland both both receivers kind of a quiet year. Um, so see see how that knee is recovering still, and hopefully he, I don't know. I, th- I feel like Demas can still be a guy that has a better uh, NFL career. Yeah, he the first five games of twenty twenty one, he looked like he was the best senior receiver in the country. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my overall winner, I, I Tyler Scott mm-hmm. was the choice. He feels too easy though, so I, I also put Zay Flowers who yeah. I th- apparently is going to come in over one eighty, and I think he's going to just put up insane numbers. I yeah, I think he's a he's a good bet for best three tone. Yeah, absolutely. No, Zay Zay's going to kill it. It feels like. I don't. Like, I haven't seen too much of expectations. Like I know everyone knows he's fast, but like, it just feels almost like he he he's not getting propped up as much either. So like, that's just more room for him to just go and kill it. Yeah, that's my wide receiver one, baby. Um, moving to tight end. Dalton Kincaid's not going to be participating with a small fracture in his back, but we still have a really good tight end group here. Yeah, it's it's going to be super interesting, and there should be a lot of big numbers. Or low numbers, I guess. Um, I'll, I'll go with Darnell Washington as my most to gain. 6'7", 280. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think kind of some, the expectations aren't super high for him. And I think he's going to test better. Than, like, I think he's going to put up a good vert, a really good broad. And I think he's going to run faster in the 40 than people expect I, for a 280-pound title. I totally agree. I put him from overall winner. Like, when you're that size, I think he's going to move really well. It's... And I almost feel like some of these other tight ends aren't gonna <clears throat> aren't gonna shine like they're supposed to. Um, so when you know the that that box is checked in three times for the size for Washington, I think he's gonna be the winner of the week. Um, plus, uh, I mean, his arms are probably gonna be really <laughs> yeah. Long. But like he he he, uh, if his arms were too long, I'd say he put up the most reps on the mm-hmm. bench, but. Uh, we'll see. The curse. They'll look the best though, size wise. Yeah. Um, my most or who's your most game? I'll give you two here. Um, how about Josh Wiley, who had an okay senior bowl? Yeah. Should test really well though, and you know, put him on the gets on the radar. Yeah, that's probably a better home for him. <laughs> I think he's gonna he's gonna make some um, heads turn there. And you know what? How about Sam Laporta, who had a very good college career at Iowa? The those Hawkeye tight ends always surprised with the testing or live up to the expectations. I think he's going to put up better numbers than like, I don't think anyone's anticipating poor numbers or anything, but just his name's not getting thrown into the shuffle as much. So I think he's going to have a good yeah. week. I think, I think top 100 guy who is kind of, yeah, just been pushed down by the fact that this tight end group's loaded. Mm-hmm. I put him for needs a big week because yeah, that's true. It feels like it feels like him in, and my other needs a big week. South Dakota States. Tucker that's, that's mine. Yeah. 
are are the two other top 100 tight ends who no one really talks about. Yeah. It's, all, it's all about Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave, and, and Michael Meyer, and then those two kind of get forgotten about. It feels like at times. Yeah. Um. I, I so I put them for need need a big week to kind of reinvigorate that stock. Yeah, I know. I that's a great great one. And like you know, he missed most of the season. He 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 probably needs to have a good you know good testing numbers. Um. No, I, I totally agree there. That's a good one. Um, most to lose, I put Luke Schoenmacher, who I think after those those six tight ends I just named, I think he's going to be my seventh tight end. Because mm-hmm. he's the best, um, yeah. He, he, he kind of finished the season a bit injured, yep. couldn't participate in the Shrine Bowl. I don't think he's the same athlete as these other guys. He's he's more of the inline blocking yep. guy. So I think some poor numbers could kind of push him. That's that, further down the board, that's fair. Then he should go. Yeah, that's that's actually very fair. Because like, in reality, should uh, you know some some lower numbers hurt him? Probably not. It's not his game. But yeah, if, if if a lot of these guys run really well, then it's it's going to. You're right. Um, yeah, I, I think I think just most of the loose is kind of like whichever of the big tight ends don't don't kill it. You know, and like you said, Kincaid's not participating, but. Musgrave, uh, if he doesn't go out and blow it up like he's supposed to, that's going to hurt. Michael Mayer, again, another, not another guy that like you know are expecting huge numbers from, but like he's got to keep up. Um, you, you know, even Washington, but I think he's going to smoke it. Like so, just like all this group, I think they just got to all not disappoint. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of pressure just just individually because of the group. You know? Yeah. Because um, not all of these, all of these guys can go in the first round. <laughs> like some people. Are mocking at times, you know what I mean? Like it's just not going to happen. It's going to be weird to see uh, how it ends up stacking up. Yeah, it is. I'll give you one more too, to to a much lesser extent. But after a bad Senior Bowl week, how about Will Mallory? He's he's got to test well, or else he's just kind of totally lost in this this class if he isn't already. Uh, well, yeah. Here's a guy who could could jump him in this class. Already has for me. Gets on the radars uh, along with Josh Wiley, who at six six is six six is going to test really well. But uh, Wake Forest, Blake Whitehart was the best tight end at the Shrine Bowl. Um, I I don't think he's going to put up insane numbers, but I think he catches the football really well. He's got more wiggle than I was expecting. I think he's going to have a very solid week and, mm-hmm. and be kind of a day three darling. He was the Payne Durham of the Shrine <laughs> That's Bowl. That's hilarious. My pick was Payne Durham for because he was great at the Senior Bowl. So I think, again, I don't think he's going to test huge or anything, but he's... He's not a terrible athlete or anything, and he was blocking pretty well um, in Mobile, and yeah, I think I think just going to continue the uh, the momentum here. Uh, I hit my needs a big week. Me too. Mine was Tucker Craft. Right. Uh, most important measurement, medical, or interview. How about Dalton Kincaid? Mm-hmm. Just the medical, and I. He's smaller than these other tight ends. What's he going to come in at? Yeah. Will he be? closer to 235 will be closer to 245 i'm interested he's the best like the most natural pass catcher of the group um but we don't get to see him do anything this week so if he comes in kind of less than you're hoping size wise i I think that in in such a kind of loaded tight end group i I think that could hurt him yeah no it could um you know who who really sucks that he um isn't participating it's zach coons I knew you were gonna say that. He was the other one. I remember. Yeah, because I think he would have been one of the big winners. He's tall. He's a really good athlete. 
Um, I think he would have been the biggest riser, honestly. But he's still coming off the ACL injury. Uh, missed a lot of the season. I mean, or was it November? I can't remember now. But it missed missed a good chunk. Um, and yeah, that that's a guy that really would have shined. So that that really really sucks. Yeah, and like not just like some old like he was a Penn State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a small like a small school made him, but was born in the big boys. You know. Uh, overall winner had to go with Oregon State's Luke Musgrave. Probably who is going to put up ridiculous numbers. I think at him drafted higher than I would take yeah. him. But the potential at six six two fifty, uh, he was the he's the only tight end in Super Bowl history to hit over twenty miles per hour on the GPS. Uh, he's gonna run real fast. He's gonna jump out the gym. Yeah, um, former Alpine skier. So. Dude, they don't jump; they go off ramps. I don't know what they do, but I don't know if you can get on skis. You're an impressive athlete. In my <laughs> That's mind. a good point. But good balance. That's I'll give them that. Uh, I put Darnell Washington. Ju- yeah, I know you did. Want to jump to offensive tackle? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Blake Freeland has the most to gain because I think he's just going to test ridiculously. I, I don't love his tape, mm-hmm. and I think he had a very iffy Senior Bowl week, but he is clearly. A great athlete. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree with you, but I put him most to lose just because his stock is only tied to his athleticism. So if he doesn't, if he somehow doesn't hit it, he should, he will. But that's a lot of pressure. Here's my take. You know how some people are like, is Darnell? What if Darnell Washington bulked up twenty pounds, played offensive line? Mm-hmm. I know what you're gonna say. What if? What if Blake Freeland lost twenty and played ten? That's how I like it. I think. I think there's a reason he's not though. Probably bad hands. Ooh. Would you like to see him catch the, the football in Indy? Why not? We've seen we've seen crazier things. Uh, my other most again is Wanya Morris yeah, uh, of Oklahoma, yeah. who had, had a pretty damn good Senior Bowl week, and I, I I think he's very athletic. Yeah, he is. He is, and it's like a little more quiet. So I think that's a good pick. Um, I'll give you two solid week, Senior Bowl week coming from Jalen Duncan. His stock was riding high during the season, but it's really cooled off. Like I said, good Senior Bowl. Another guy that is, is, is she should test very very well, and I think that can, I think he needs a big week. He does. He needs it absolutely. Both of these you can kind of frame, you know, whatever way you want. Needs the big week, but I think it should happen. You're saying none of what we're doing here matters. Shut up, shut up. You know what does matter though, Rob? You know what people pay attention to? Uh, I know we already know it, but <laughs> Dewan Jones coming to the combine after the Senior Bowl measurement. Like, there's more eyes on the combine than the Senior Bowl. Sorry, Jim. Um, so the buzz is just going to keep on... Sorry. The buzz is going to keep on, you know, going when he measures at 6'8", 375, the longest wingspan ever. Um, but you know what's going to be interesting, though, is, you know, he's been dropping weight all season, um, as far as I know. So I wonder what he comes in at, if he keeps getting more uh, schvelt or... Wait, is he your most again or most to lose? Most again, most again. He can only shine. He can only shine. I put a, I I put him for most to lose. Andrew, okay, why I, the, the arms are not getting shorter? I, off. I think Jim Nagy lied. <gasps> Holy fuck! No, 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 no. This is a uh, good theory. I think we should. Take it. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't be surprised. If I know. I think this happened before, and that's when yeah. that's when I never understood when the measurements don't measure up the same with the arm length. Like nothing changed there. Anyways, yeah. continue. Um, I put both Ohio State tackles for most of lose Paris Johnson. Oh, Jones. okay. Because um, if Dewan Jones comes out and it just isn't moving well, we only got to see him for one day of senior bowl yeah. practice. It was a great week, but we never got to see, we talked about it, we never got to see how people, how pa- the pass rushers adjusted to him. Yep. Um, if he comes out and like isn't moving well, like that's going to hurt him a lot. Uh, and, and Paris Johnson, I don't, Paris Johnson has solid, solid tape, 
but this offense—he's being propped up by this offensive tackle class, kind of being weaker. Like I, I think you throw on the Paris Johnson tape, and you're you're kind of like, yo, yeah, he's good. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're almost a little underwhelmed. He's like just very solid, and I just don't think he's as good an athlete as as I think we thought he would be. Yeah, I, I put put him more for needs a big week. I I think he's gonna have just a well-rounded week. I, I think he's gonna do fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just both the dog want to say, we're just like, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My most loose was a uh, Blake Freeland. That that I got a lot to stay on. He's got to do it, baby. Uh, gets on the Ritter. Uh, my gets kind of hard. It is. It is hard. Um, it, it's so hard that I apparently miss it when I was doing this group. Okay. Well, my problem with it was all the guys that was like gets on the Ritter yeah. at tackle. I I think are actually guards. <laughs> so I just ha- I had to just pick one. Uh, and I, I, I went with a Seam Richards, the North Carolina yeah. tackle, who yeah. actually spent most of the senior bullet guard. Um, guy we both like, who moves really well on tape, mm-hmm. looks like a, a very good zone run blocker. Um, didn't have the greatest senior bowl week, but I, I think he's going to test well. I think part of it was the transition to guard. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. It is hard because it feels like a lot of these like t- guys who play tackle in college are going to end up as guard. Like Richards is a good pick. Um, like I would put Nick Saldaveri, but he might end up at guard too. But uh, yeah, I, I have him as a guard. Yeah, that's it's 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 hard. To, but here, fuck it. I, I mean, I, I think I just deleted this and forgot about it. But yeah, I'm going to put Nick Saldaveri, who I'm going to fight to stay at a tackle. But no, I think he's a pretty good mover, and I wasn't going to mention my guard anyway. So I think he's a pretty good mover. Yeah. Yeah, he plays with really good balance and yeah. natural bend, yeah. too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, solid and mobile, but yeah, I'll, I'll put it that one. Also, at Old Dominion, like, I, I feel like if you know, you know. Like, you're mo- the, the people who are, like, really plugged in the draft know about him, but maybe the general yeah. fan doesn't know a whole lot about him. Yeah. Um, needs a big week. I mentioned Jalen Duncan here. I think Darnell Wright does. The Darnell Wright first-round stuff, I, I, I don't – I don't know. I just – you you remember I'm a big I'm a big Darnell Wright fan from from the summer pretty much um, had a great season I, I I don't see a first round player either I I think it's more I, to the tackle class not being I th- too strong I th- it, yeah and I think he's kind of like <sighs> laborsome in the way he moves at times I don't think he's going to test that so I, I think in terms of the because you mentioned I, I wanted to get to this point but we moved. Um, like, I don't think Dewan Jones testing really matters when you're that size. Like, you can't do it terribly. But, like, look at where Orlando Brown did and had a great career. But for Darnell Wright, I think it matters more. Because, you know, he's... he's. I don't... I mean, people apparently have Wright over over Jones, which I don't know if I agree with. Um, but, yeah, I think it just matters a little bit more for Wright. Because he's not this... Like, he's a big boy, but he's not freak size. Um, so mm. I, no, that's a good pick. Uh, I put Paris here. I also put Matthew Bergeron, one of our guys. I did, too. Yeah, but... Should be a very good athlete, but but has to go and put those numbers up. Yeah, I think he's going to put up good numbers. It's like he's going to come in at three twenty, and put up better numbers than some guys who are less than him. Mm-hmm. Um, he he really like he had a good senior bowl week. He's playing guard and tackle. He had, I think can really solidify himself as like a top forty pick this week. Yeah, I, I think that's that's fair. I. I don't I'll, like. It's funny though. Like we'll see. He's one guy we haven't really seen in first rounds, but we've seen other. I know. He doesn't get propped up the same way. Anti Canada bias. bias against Canadian. Absolutely, yeah. we know it. So sick. Uh, most important measurement, medical or interview. I put Utah's Braden Daniels. I want to see how long he comes in. He didn't end up uh, 
playing at the senior bowl so we can get his measurements he's a guy who's played guard and tackle yeah, um, i have him in the guard groups <laughs> yeah that i i think that's i, I i've kept him at tackle because the tackle class sucks. that's fair yeah um i want to see how long he comes in at because he's like six four like 295 yeah i, I we'll see. that's true the, the the measurements are definitely going to be important i put him for for you know gets on the radar as an interior guy because the, that the athleticism is going to shine right um, yeah. the, 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 the tough part is with like, you know, most important measurements, you're always gonna look at arm length for this, for this group. And the issue is the guys that we, you know, know have shorter arms are already in to guard. So there's not a lot of guys to talk about, right? <laughs> you're already projecting them, yeah. but like, just to say, how about Peter Skaronsky's arm length? Well, that's, that's, I think just the, the one to look it's at 33. Yeah. It just says 33. He- he is Skronsky and Broderick Jones are my overall winners. I put Broderick Jones, yeah. Like who who also has a lot to lose though. Like that beats it. I think Skronsky's fine. Like I get the arm length, sure, but whatever. If he doesn't hit it, he's he'll go two picks later and be a guard. Who cares? Broderick Jones, I I, I think he he's he looks like a fantastic athlete on tape. He's gonna test great, but he does need to hit that. Like you know, his stock is more tied to that. Yeah. No. Totally. Um, I think Skronsky's going to test better than people. Uh, yeah, no, he totally sh- he's never looked like a bad athlete in yeah, any regard. Yeah, he's a very good athlete. He is. It just, yeah, it just, it just feels forgotten. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, going to interior offensive line, most again, I think. Uh, I, I put your boy Nick Salaviri here yeah. uh, along with along with North Dakota State's Cody Mock. Mock didn't have, like, although he for some reason got propped up as having a great senior bowl week, he didn't. But I think he's going to test really well in this guard. He, he absolutely, I think, I definitely agree. He's going to put up some really, really good numbers. But I put him most lose because he has to hit it. Right? Like, I, he's going Does to. He? he had a bad senior bowl, and everyone's like, oh, this guy's amazing. That's, that's a good point. But yeah, my point was more to he has all this hype. So if he doesn't hit it, maybe these people finally turn his back, their backs on the frauds. Um, good point. But maybe they won't. You, you're also right there. Um, my most again, I put it for the two big boys because I think the numbers don't matter. So I put Steve Avila and Osiris Torrance because oh, I think both. I think they're both going to test better than people expect them to. I don't care what either test. No, exa- it doesn't matter. Exa- if they run a six, it don't matter. But I think like watching the move in Mobile, you know, in the, in that setting, we can really. I mean, I wasn't there, but when I was down in Mobile and watching these men move, um, you know, in that setting, when you can get a close look at them, I, I think they're they're gonna they're gonna move better than people think. Most to lose, I put Clemson's Jordan McFadden, yeah. who I've been a fan of. Uh, obviously, played left tackle for for the Tigers. Gonna move inside the next level. Um, how how big is he really like he was listed at six two yeah so is he is he six feet like finding at that size and then like he needs to test really well to make up for that yeah size. he's never looked that big on tape i like him too uh but yeah you, i mean you watch and he he never looks that that big you know that's a good one thank you um i must lose was cody mock right gets on the radar i put Braden daniels here but also to the same effect as avila and osiris I put our, put our guy McClendon Curtis because he's a massive man, but he's not a slug. He, he was moving out there, man. Like he was kicking outside a tackle and looking pretty good. Um, so I think he's another guy, the big boy that's going to test pretty well. I went a little deeper with mine. That's a good one. Uh, I feel I feel like he could come out of this week looking like a top seventy-five. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I went a little deeper. I thought Mark Evans of Arkansas Pine Bluff was one of the most out-of-nowhere guys at the Shrine Bowl. Uh, a guy who played tackle, I believe, at Arkansas Pine Bluff. They are playing him at center and guard throughout the Shrine Bowl week. Mm-hmm. He looked good there. So I put him. I put my boy from UCLA, John Gaines. 
Yeah, um, that's a good one. Who, who who's very good mover on tape, yeah. but apparently Minnesota Duluth Brent Lang, who had a pretty meh Shrine Bowl, but apparently really good test. Yeah, I saw I saw that. Um, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, who needs a big? Week? I feel like there's not like anyone that's like, oh yeah, they I really got. Gonna... I got one. I got. One. I saw so a, a low key one, kind of a guy you know. I like to dog a bit. How about Nick Broker? <laughs> he just everyone. Are you speaking? <laughs> I don't know because he's not very good, and people think he's good. He, he had a pretty good senior. He had an okay senior bowl, yeah. But like they, the athleticism is really propped up, so he needs to test well. That's been, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of propped up. USC's Andrew Voorhees. Yeah. I've never seen a player who I like can't see it on tape at all, and then like I see him get mocked in the first round. I, I mean, it's, it's PFF the, though. I, it's, I don't mind. Vor- I like him a lot more than you do, but it's still... it's the Draft Network and PFF. Yeah. I think. Um, but like first round, what? No, that's. I, I think he's like a six round guy. Um, and uh, he was on the freaks list. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see that like him as a super athletic guy. He's also an older prospect. I think he's got an injury history too, right? So yeah, he he's got a lot to uh, to check. I think that's that's very fair. Um, and another Pac-12 offensive line with a long injury history who I put for the most important. Yeah. Uh, measurement medical interviews. Washington. Yeah. Jackson. Kirkland. Yeah. The the history injury is long. So, Speaking of seeing a guy mocked in the first round, yeah. it was three years ago, but I saw yeah, it. Yeah, well, I remember that. <laughs> he, you know what, AJ? He looked way better on Shrine Bowl tape than I was expecting. You know what? I I didn't watch too much Husky football, and I haven't dug into the Kirkland tape yet, but I felt like he kind of got better on the inside as the year went on. He's uh, He's an interesting one, that's for sure. But I like I I do think like there's a, like his medicals might be the reason. It's just it's just red like, flagged. Yeah, yeah. Remember last year he declared and had to like back out of it because of his. New yeah, game. like I, he might just be a guy that's not on boards because of the medical injury. Yeah, exactly. Medical history. Yeah. Who's your overall winner? I end up just like going with a guy that's supposed to test really well, and that's Joe Tipman, who is a big boy that's... and. It, six six and really like on tape just yeah. moves so easily, climbs that second level. And like there's still um, that vacuum for the top center spot. I thought I thought John Michael John Michael Schmitz was awesome, and it feels like his stock really hasn't jumped or anything, which is funny. I, it was so weird that people had him in the first round, and then he had an awesome senior bowl week, and it feels like he's fallen. But anyways, so Timmin Timmin can go out and make himself a, a boatload. Yep. Yeah, I think he's the best center in this class. Um, yeah. Uh, moving into your defensive line, where we will not have Georgia's Jalen Carter or LSU's uh, Joaquin Le- uh, Roy participating. Um, but we still got a lot of interior mm-hmm. defensive linemen who are going to get people get people excited. And I'm going to start with my most again being Addy Adabaware of, of Northwestern, who had a ridiculous senior bowl. He was on the freaks list. You could see his stupid twitch, the ability to generate power on the inside using his 34-inch arms, despite being 6'1", 284. His first step is stupid. Everything he does makes my eyes pop. <laughs> I want to watch him just put on a show. Yeah, I think he's going to come out as one of the biggest winners from this week, absolutely. Like you said, I had a great senior bowl week. I think he's going to have an even better combine um, for what that he's, is. It, yeah. It's going to be so weird to see how his stock plays out just because he's a tweener. Yeah. He's 6'1", 284. Like, what are you doing with him? But he dominated the senior bowl. He's going to put up insane uh, combine numbers. Like, 
Uh, is he going to end up being a high second round pick when it's all said and done? I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, okay. How about this one? Uh, because and I, I like going with the big boys that the expectations are there. So Siaki Ika, the expectations are low. So if he puts up some surprising numbers, it's going to only help him. I, again, I, you can say he puts up bad numbers; it's going to hurt, which of course. But I, I, I think he'll, I think he'll hit some numbers. Yeah, I mean, this entire D line group's such a weird yeah, mix because you got a guy like Adabora who's going to test out of this world at two eighty four, and then you got a guy who in Siaki Aika who might be damn near a hundred pounds heavier testing. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Yeah, it's great. It's gonna be fun. Um. Speaking of weight, my most lose is Kalijah Kansi at Pittsburgh. Yeah, hundred percent. But you know, like he's smaller than Andabawari, but like people aren't worried about that. Yeah, we were talking about that off show about that. Um, he's one of the most gifted pass rushers in, in in this draft, no doubt, no doubt. And like you watch the tape, you're like, oh my gosh, he's he just overwhelms people with that quickness. But he also looks so small on tape. Mm-hmm. He is, I think, he was listed at like six foot two eighty. Yeah. Well, like, what's he gonna come in at? Because like, is that he, when you're that size, that you know those numbers are probably inflated, right? He also didn't look that. No. Um, he's to me, he's really is kind of like the Bryce Young of defense in this class. Uh, just in terms of like, the size is such an outlier, and like, people are mocking him in the first round. But like, can you? What if he comes in at five ten two seventy five? Like. As an interior defensive, I don't know. I just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around. Yeah, it. I don't know. Like, and it feels so weird that like we of like you know. I mean, it's going back a little further, but you've had so many of these undersized guys that are bigger than he is that get pushed down the board so much um, because of their size, purely because of their size. Like we've seen with so many guys that have gone on to have great careers. It feels funny that he's the one that's like getting propped up anyways even if he comes in at the, at the at the his list size which is still so small he'll have to test really really well to to make him a first round pick in my opinion but whatever yeah he, he's gonna put up big time testing numbers but how important will that be if he comes in under 280 yeah i, I think the interesting is going to be his numbers against adeboares because in that context i don't think he's gonna look as good right yeah uh who's your most lose Oh, with Kansi, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, cool. Oh, well, not used to that. Uh, gets on the radar. How about uh, the bull in the chest? That's why I put Arizona it. State's <laughs> Jade Silvera, yeah. who just bull rushed everyone at the Senior Bowl, yeah. and it, like it worked half the time. He, Loved it. He's so he 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 is twitchy. I want to know what his number test numbers 100%. are. Like. Yeah, he was. We agreed double back to back here. Uh, I think we'll. He's so. Fun. He is so much fun. He should test well. He definitely should. Uh, I also put Texas's Moro Jomo, who yeah. Kind of a bit of a tweener. I think he's going to test well. He had a good. Let's go on. Let's go on. Nate's a big week. I think there's a lot. There's a lot of guys to be put here. I, I think chief among them is Javon Dexter. Florida. I think it's Brian Bercy and, and Javon Dexter. Yeah. Like Dexter again, AJ. Remember, like yep. five months ago, yep. after the Utah game, like, top Javon fifteen, Dexter baby, could, could be a, yeah, top ten. Yeah. Like, how early is this guy going to go? And then like it kind of dwindled. Um, still top 100 guy, yeah. but six six over 300 pounds. Like he lo- he he at times looks like a really good athlete on tape. I want to know what those numbers are. Yeah, it, the potential is there with him. If he if he puts up big numbers, he could be he could go right back to a top 50 dude, right? 
Top 50, maybe not. Uh, the IDL group's but not that I, good, again, right? It's just, I was going to say, the IDL group is, like, very cluttered right now. Like, foggy. Who? who it, it depends how good the numbers are. Let, let me put it like that, then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but, no, yeah, he, he absolutely needs to end. Same as Brian Percy, who, who stock keeps slipping as well. Um, has also had the injury history, so that's yeah. that's big. He's my most important medical. Yeah, absolutely. And he, along with that, he needs some freaky numbers to to maybe put himself back in the first round. I don't even know. I I'm still seeing him get mocked. They're pretty consistent. Yeah. I don't think he has first round tape. And like you're kind of swinging on that potential. But you're right. Like if you're swinging on that potential, he needs to prove he's got that athleticism. Yeah. And you see it on tape for yeah. sure. But um, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, who's your most important measurement medical interview? I just felt like because the guy that could go first overall because of the the stupid uh, Tom McShane narrative, I put, I put Jalen Carter. Um, there, there's also the injury check that 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 should be fine, but um, he's going to get those questions about the stupid McShay reporting. And I know there's been a lot of people coming out and saying it's stupid, and I think it's stupid. I don't think it. I think it's absolutely nothing. But um, you know. You know how the NFL is in those interviews. If there's, if the, if there's an inch of something, they're going to take a yard of it. You know, and and try to maybe push buttons and you know, especially when it's a guy that's supposed to be maybe the best prospect in the draft. You know, he's going to get that microscope on him. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Oh, I think I think um, so too. But they're going to do it. Overall winner, how can it not be the number one player on the freaks list this year? Absolutely. Michigan's Mozzie Smith, who it feels like, despite being the number one player on the freeze list this year, kind of getting slept on for what he's going to do at the combine. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's a 335-pound nose tackle. (laughs) But his tape was also, like, he took a big leap this year on tape. Um, And if he comes out and puts up the the numbers that we've read about, like, dude, he's going to go top. Yeah, and you know the thing is too is like you just kind of alluded to his stock isn't really inflated by his athleticism right now. He, AJ, I don't think it's ludicrous to think he could end up in the back of the. Oh bench. no, I, I totally agree because if he if he puts up the numbers he does at the size he is, and people the NFL included go back and like look at the tape more, uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna end up there. Um, the, he did have the, the legal issue and. and that was maybe a non-issue, but it was still something that's going to get flagged. So that's going to be important this week. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely, he's going to he's going to fucking rock these these tests. And, and going back to what you were saying about Percy, like after Jalen Carter, yeah. it's so wide open that that number two IDL spot we've seen, like Kalijah Canty, who might come in at two seventy. Uh, we've seen Brian Percy, who's got the medical stuff, and the tape doesn't match. Uh, we've got Siaki Aika, who's like a true run plug, mm-hmm. but how, is that worth the first round pick? And then Mozzie Smith, who run, run plug nose tackle, but has that boosted athleticism. And, he, yeah, he checks the box. And the pass rush glimpses like it wasn't super consistent, but it was getting more consistent. And the the numbers weren't landing. You know, he wasn't getting home too much. But I totally agree. And like if if Mozzie Smith goes out and like. Beats Kalaja Kansi numbers in you know in a, in a in a test here or there you know like <laughs> why how could you say like that that you take him over it you know like if he was he what was this number like a six nine five three cone something like, that? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah which um which which would be I think the average of like of like top tier 
IDLs is 7.4. Yeah. So if, if like, I don't know, man. If a guy that three, like 50 pounds heavier than Clyde Jacancy has a better three cone than him, um, especially like with the with the NFL, you know, like you, you need that big boy in the middle today. Um, Don Terry Poe. He is pretty much Don Terry Poe. I don't, I don't see why you take him over him. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, going to edges where Will Anderson is apparently going to participate in some on-field work. That's hard to know what that means. Yeah. Uh, and then Texas Tech's Tyree Wilson is not participating as he's still recovering from the fra- fractured foot, kept out of the senior bowl. But that's okay because we still have so many freaky edges. Um, most to gain. This is tough. I gave. I'll I, give you. I'll, I'll, I'll. You were struggling. I could tell. So I'll jump here. Thank you. I know Lucas Van Ness. His stock is yeah. there, but I think that. Mm-hmm. That's and you could bad. say you know it is kind of hinging on this week, but no, nah, I think it's. I think it's just gonna. Go off because he, he's going to hit those numbers. Yeah, he uh, hit. He's going to be like six five two seventy five, rocked up. Yeah, and, and tests dude. Yeah, like maybe similar to Aiden Hutchinson last year. Maybe not quite that, but yeah, no, I, I in that realm for sure, absolutely. Um, also similar similar idea where he's kind of getting elevated because of the expected numbers. But how about Keon White, Georgia Tech, who is also two eighty and big boy. Yeah, and is he's my go ahead. Yeah. He's my he's my overall winner. Good pick. Yeah, I I, I totally agree because like it, he he does feel like he's he's getting mocked. And when you see him in the first round, it's because of the athleticism. Not that I like Young White a lot. I think the tape is good, but I think you're betting on him in the first round because of the athleticism. So that that is like something you know he's got to prove. But he's gonna he's gonna go and do it. He you also see him on tape a couple times. I don't know why Georgia Tech's defense does this, but he's like carrying. Running backs downfield <laughs> on on wheel routes and like stride for stride with them at two eighty, um, a guy who I think he hit twenty one miles per hour on the GPS. Yeah, uh, like he's gonna he's a former tight end too, gonna test really well. Clemson's Miles Murphy's another big edge who's gonna test really well. Um, I, I put Murphy for most to lose because like. It's a good one. Because, it, it, like, you know, his stock is kind of all over, but, like, the big testing numbers, I think he's going to do it, but it's expected and he needs to hit them, you know? Yeah, his tape doesn't match I, him being mocked in top ten. I agree. And, like, I don't know if the tape matches the, the expected numbers sometimes either, so. Um, Derek Hall from Auburn, I think, yeah. is another guy who's going to yep. – Like, he's he looks like a, a professional bodybuilder. He's yep. just – a rock, and I think he's gonna be very explosive. TCU's Dylan Horton's another interesting one, I, former yeah. uh, wide receiver turned safety, turned edge rusher. I, I put Horton forgets on the radar. Not that he isn't, but he's gonna put up some eye popping numbers at good size too. Most to lose, I put Isaiah Foskey. Yeah, oh yeah, there's my other pick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, this, the tape's not great. He needs he needs it, man. The Senior Bowl is pretty bland. Yeah. He's totally based on traits. But he has to do it. And and I also put Iowa State's Will McDonald because if he comes in like 235, that's just tough. Yeah, I, I put Will McDonald for needs a big week because, like, Uncle Bell had him going top 10 today. And, like, he, yeah. he needs a very impressive week. Like, I think all around he needs to hit. Like, he's, if he's that size, he needs to hit big, big numbers. Um, Gets on the radar. Your boy Mike Morris from Michigan, I think, yeah. is going to put up sneaky, sneaky numbers. That especially because he's like, what is he six six two eighty five? Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, that's a great pick. I he he's not under my radar to, in, for this. In, yeah, in in, in 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 the context of like, obviously he's on the radar, but I think he gets on the radar as like a top 
fifty pick. Ooh, ooh, I like. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, put put any damper on that, Rob. Chapes, Chapes. It, it was good. He had a I mean, great year. Absolutely. You know, he, he he's what people think Zach Harrison is. <laughs> I think that's a good. That's a good Zach take. Harrison needs a big week. <laughs> Zach Harrison's whole thing I mean, is based off his. He's a five star with this yeah. big athletic size and. The tape doesn't totally match. Zach Harrison's a very solid player. If you if we're talking about Zach Harrison as a fourth round oh, yeah. pick, I'm I, I'm like, oh yeah, but like, I don't the I don't know the, the Zach Harrison conundrums. But I think it's only like one person at the athletic, not to name names, that is still really keeping yeah the lofty expectations alive. Anyways, um, yeah, I I I put Horton just because I think the eye popping numbers are there. My needs a big week is Will McDonald. I think it's a clear guy, especially when ESPN people are mocking him top ten. My most important measurement, medical or interviews, a guy who I think, if everything checks out, is very much worth a top ten pick, and that's George's Nolan Smith. I'm I love him, uh, but he's listed at two thirty five. Yeah. So, what's he going to come in at? He's coming off the torn pack, so we got to check those medicals too. Yep. The interviews he's going to kill. He's like known as one of the best guys in the locker room, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I kind of combo these these last two categories here. Because my overall winners, uh, I put Nolan Smith and B.J. Ojolari, but they both have the uh, injuries and the measurements to to kind of check off. Um, but in terms of, you know, like being those kind of like fringy round one guys, both of them, you've seen them sometimes in the first round. I think they're both going to blow it up. But then, yeah, they both have the injury stuff to check out. Uh, but no, I think, I think in terms of just helping their stock the most, I think maybe other guys, I mean, one of these guys might have the best overall week there, but I, I think, you know, like just... Maybe both of them get into the first round, like you said. You, you might think Smith is a top ten dude. Um, I think I think they can um, both pull it off. There will be several pass rushers drafted ahead of BJ Ojolari who are not as good as BJ Ojolari. Yeah. I can feel it because I still can't understand why he hasn't had that first round love that some of these other guys. Have yeah. Had. Also, just like one more for the big name, Will Anderson. Like just seeing what he weighs in as will be will be kind of interesting. Yep. For sure, I th- I, th- I think I'm expecting what two forty five. I think I think that's where he's gonna be, yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> at that size, you're gonna expect uh, whatever testing he does do to be to be pretty to be pretty great. And I think he's go- it's gonna be. I've got no issues, you know what I mean. But like, I'm just saying, he, he does he does, you know what he does have some some boxes to check. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, going to linebackers. Yeah, a lot, a lot less interesting. Well, <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we can we can pick up the speed on this one. Uh, most again, I think Dayon Henley, who's a it's former a good one. Um, yeah. defensive back, turned linebacker uh, for Nevada and then Washington State. Really good senior bowl week. Very uh, explosive downhill thumper. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to test really well. Have a good week. Uh, I also put Owen the Freak Popo. Yeah, Auburn I put him on the radar. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's going to put up numbers. He missed the senior bowl with an injury. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I, for most of the game, I put... Uh, our guy, I know he's in plenty of first rounds, but Drew Sanders, I feel like just after this week, he'll be in every first round mock um, and probably maybe the first linebacker in every single one. Um, not that another linebacker's going to have a great week too, but he's got the, he's still got the holding the, the high school, the Texas high school 100 meter record, which is kind of freaky. So that's fun. Speaking of Texas, how about over Damari and over Sean? He should run well. And like, I think, I think I could always pound the table. My, my guy, D Winters, he's explosive on tape, and I think it's going to translate. Yeah, good ones. Um, most to lose, I, like Wisconsin's Nick Herbig. It's a good one. Who's yeah. was a pass rusher at Wisconsin, but he's two twenty seven. Yeah. You think he's shifting off ball linebacker? How's he going to test? What's he going to come in at? Like, what are we going to do with him? How's he going to look on field in linebacker drills? Um, 
And then I put Jack Campbell, who the Iowa linebacker, who <laughs> yeah. I think is like clearly has the best instincts of the off ball linebackers in this class. Long tackling machine, but what's it? How's he look testing? Yeah, I, like I Absolutely. think he's a, a he's a definite top one hundred guy, but this will show how how early he can go. Definitely, and I feel like uh, from stuff I'm reading lately, I, I feel like people are expecting some better numbers than I am combine wise um 1993 if this was a 1993 draft he'd be a top 10 pick but i, I think most of the lose for me I, I i did mention campbell here but overall i think in this whole group like noah sewell just needs to do something out there like he, he needs to go and put numbers up or else the plummet continues but luckily for him this this group is kind of still wide open so he's he's my uh needs of yeah he absolutely kind of fall off the radar um I'm inter- he was on the freaks list. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really interested to see how he tests. He could go out and have a really good day in Indy and reignite it. That's a, it, it, he. It's it's very it's very important for him. Um, gets on the radar. Ivan Pace Jr., yeah. Cincinnati linebacker, who had a really fun Super yeah. Bowl week. Who's I don't know if he can play on passing downs. But I'm expecting him to test better than I think. Like, he's just this thunderous ball of rage going downhill. I think he's going to run pretty better than people think. I think he could be the Malcolm Rodriguez of this class. I think it was Dane Brugler I was reading today. He's got him, like, possibly running sub 4.45. Holy fuck. Because he came in at uh, 20.58 miles per hour on the, on, the, on the Zebra GPS. Oh. Yeah, and that must be from the comp. That must be from the uh, senior bowls. Yeah, because like I, I kind of agree with you, but like if he ta- if he hits those numbers, ooh man, and then people go back to the tape because he had an awesome year. That stocks him up huge. Yeah, I put him here too. I put him in and and the freak himself, Owen Papoli. Hmm. Um, and who needs a big week? I so uh, no still is the clear guy, but how about Henry Toto, who just I put him. I put him for most important measurement, medical, or interview. Yeah, he's got a lot. How big is he? How big is he? I, I don't know if that athleticism is great. Like, he's got a lot of boxes t- to check off. I, I think neither of us love No, no. It's been a, he was kind of a guy I picked on a lot this year because I didn't think he, a good, he had a good year. Yeah. I See, he's not the biggest, and he's just not the most athletic. And his, I don't think his instincts are as no. good as they're kind of propped up to be. I agree with you. Um but anyway, overall winner, I put, like, you already touched on him, but Drew Sanders here, as well as Trenton yeah. Simpson. I think they're both just going to have free athlete combat. Totally agree. I mean, with Trenton Simpson, you know, he had the underwhelming season. The athleticism is obviously still there. Might clock low 4-4s, but he does need it, too, right? He needs it, but yeah. I, I yeah, think he I th- needs it more than Drew Sanders. I, I agree, yeah, but I think they're both going to go out and do it. Yeah, but honestly, if Drew Sanders is the right type of week, like, just this 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 NFL draft class isn't that great. Um, Drew Sanders could re- like be a top twelve pick. Oh, that's when it's all said and done. I was gonna I was gonna hear like you know fifteen ish, and but yeah, top twelve that's hot. I like it though. Thank you. Uh, you know he's picking twelve of the Texans, so keep that in mind. He, 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 uh, go on. Oh yeah, that's a good. No, I like that home. That's good. Yeah. Well, you saw who was it? Mel Kuyper, who copied our Drew Sanders of the Lions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now we have we gotta find a new corner. Right. Uh go in a corner where there's so many good ones. There are for most of the game. Yeah. Uh I'm just gonna ring a couple off. Keely Ringo, the Georgia corner who's six two two fifteen, who's 
gonna run potentially sub four four. Like he's a track dude. He, I, I put him for needs a big week because the athleticism is it's gonna happen. But you know he he needs to hit it. Well, the, uh, the big the bigger thing for him in the 40 is the change of direction yes. stuff. like the short shuttle and the three cone. exactly like if you run sub four four but it has a bad three cone and short shuttle how much does it matter yeah um a guy who in other classes might be a candidate as the overall winner is your uh, is michigan's dj mm-hmm. i put him for his gets on the radar yeah yeah he's gonna have a wicked week um clock to four two eight yeah, and he's gonna have, the change of direction stuff's gonna be really easy for him. Uh, TCU's Trivius Hodges Tomlinson, who at five seven, is potentially gonna run sub four three yeah. and vert forty two, yeah. which might make people another outlier in this class. This class is full of them. It's so it weird. is. It's fine. Uh, I, I put him. He's yeah. my other needs a big week because he's gonna kill it, but he's also not big, so he needs to do it. Uh, and then I put South Carolina's Darius mm-hmm. Rush, who. The track guy in high school had a great senior yeah. year, really long, fluid. Uh, and Kansas State's Julius yeah. Brents, who pe- people are like, is he Tariq Woolen this year? He's six, uh, six three, um, gonna run potentially around four. four I don't eight. know if I see that speed, but I think he's a smooth move. He's a good mover. I, yeah, no, I definitely. Those are my, Russian Brents in terms of like the lower key guys. Those are the two, I think. Yeah, who's your most? No, no, those Russian Julius Brents. Those oh, are my guys. Okay, yeah. Okay. And now going most to lose, like Joey Porter Jr. is in this weird place yeah. where I don't think he's going to test as well as a lot of these other guys. Like even though his tape is better. Yeah. And and he's a guy who I'm really interested to see. What's he top out at in the 40? How's he looking to change the direction stuff? Like he just spends his time smothering receivers. I I don't know. I just, I, I think he'll be fine when it's all said and done. But if he's not, it could hurt him. No, he was my most to lose as well. I, I agree with you. I The testing's going to be interesting. I think he's going to be fine. But no, uh, if other if other corners go out and, and you know put up huge numbers, because I, I think the 40 will be okay, but not, not blazing at all. I think the change of direction will kind of the same thing, though, you know? But if either, if the change of direction stuff kind of slips a bit, overall it's fine. But yeah, he's, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get lost a little bit, you know? In a similar vein, Miami's Tariq Stevenson. That's true. That's true. And who has the, like, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more speed expectations to him, but, yeah. Um, Gets on the radar. Another long corner. Minnesota's Trail Smith's expected to put up some mm-hmm. major numbers. He's a guy who had a really quietly strong uh, shrine bowl. Yeah, I was, I was reading that one. Um. No, that's a good one. I put uh, I put DJ Turner, but also our guy Riley Moss, baby. We're supposed to put up those huge numbers, so with that hurdling background, so that's gonna be interesting. Um, needs a big week. Two guys who we've seen mocked in the first round at times, kind of maybe quiet it down more recently. Utah's Clark mm-hmm. Phillips in in South Carolina's Camp Smith. Mm-hmm. I think like. I don't know if either of them are going to wow. Like, do you, I think Clark Phillips has got the potential to put some good agility scores, though. I, I, I think so. I think he'll be just fine. Yeah. But more important for him, how big is he going to yeah. come in at? This class is full of these massive corners. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think he's as athletic as some of these other corners, Like, despite thinking, like, I think he'll test just fine, but not that same level. Yeah. So there's a lot on the line, I think, for him. Like, he could end up 
falling into the third round, and I think that that would be a mistake because I think he's, his tape says he's better than that. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting because corner is one of the thicker groups in this in this in this draft, right? And one of the better ones. Um, but like with the rest of the class being, mm, it, it it's gonna be interesting to see how it falls. Are they gonna push each other down, or is it because like just because the rest of the class isn't as strong, they they will just go where they should. It's gonna be interesting. Um, and Cam Smith, I just, he's long, he's mm-hmm. lean, he's physical, he's got the inside out versatility. I, I, I don't know that he's like a top tier. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he is. I, don't, I agree with you. Um, I don't know if he needs it, but yeah, like it's a guy like you're kind of right. It's kind of like he's, he's on the fringe of the first round. So that, that's, that's a good one. Um, most important measurement medical interview, Alabama's Eli Ricks. He's had kind of a up and down mm-hmm. career between LSU and Alabama. Wasn't starting at the beginning of the year for Alabama. Finished strong. He has a ton of talent. Yep. Kind of been a bit lost in the shuffle of this strong corner class. So him and I'm interested to see what Devin Witherspoon comes in at size. Yeah, no, I put the Witherspoon. It's because I. For a guy that's like you know potential top ten, I I think that might end up mattering a little bit, you know. Yeah, like if he comes, like I think he was listed at what six foot one eighty. Was he that light listed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if he comes in at like five eleven one seventy five, I mean, it's funny because he plays like, so much bigger. Like, I know. No, but like I don't know. I think it will matter. Like if. Like compared to like if he goes sixth or seventh to you know fourteen, I think that could be a difference. Yeah, uh, and overall winner Christian maybe, Gonzalez. Yeah, like he might be the most athletic freak show at the. Conference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his sisters an Olympian. Mm-hmm. His other sisters an All American track uh, star. He's six two two hundred. Should run sub four four. Should. Vert over 40, Shabrat over 11. Um, I think the three cone will be good too. Like, yeah, his athleticism just so obvious on tape. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I think he's he's one of those guys too. Like, again, like, oh, well, if he doesn't hit it, no, he, he's just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, going to safeties. Last group. Boise's last group. We're almost done, Agent. Boise State's JL Skinner not participating towards Peck last week was sucks, sucks so much. Because it would have been fun to see him run, but I think he's the only one not participating. Um, my most against Jair Brown, the Penn State safety. I put Brown in. I put. I actually went double Brown. I put Jair and Cindy. Jair, I I think because he wasn't at the Senior Bowl, um, the hype has come just re- mm-hmm. more recently. Uh, but he's apparently going to test really mm-hmm. well. I'm excited. I, I I think the tape says he's one of the best safeties in the class. So yeah, he had a really good year. I mean, Penn State players always always smash the combine. Uh, I think he was on the freaks list too, wasn't he? Like, but deeper. Yeah. yeah. Um, like you said, the stock is heating up a bit. I think it's just going to keep on keep on trucking here. Yeah, I think he's going to have a great week. And, and Sidney Brown, who had a great senior bowl and and should test pretty darn well too. He's he's my overall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want to jump ahead, but I ended up with Brian Branch an overall winner. So my issue was apparently he's working out with the corners, so I was like, mm. can I legally put him with the safety? Yeah. But yeah, no, Brian Brian Branch just 
is going to have a really great combo. I agree with you. He's, like, I think the numbers are just going to look very, very clean. In his tape, I, I think he's top 10 player in this yeah. class, so. Um, but it's more fun to put Sidney Brown. As it, it definitely player. is. Um, Sidney Brown's, like, he, another guy who's just freaking rocked yeah. up. I think he, he he's a vicious hitter, but he is so twitchy and explosive. I think you could see him run sub four, four or five. I think you're going to see a vert out of the gym. Yeah. The, I think the broad might be his most impressive number. Um, and then, yeah, he showed he can handle one-on-one coverage yeah. at senior He looked ball. awesome. I, I love Cindy Brown. So much fun. Uh, most to lose. Um, I'll give you a, 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 a more high-key and a low-key. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M's Antonio Jones. That was my pick, yeah. Who has been one of the top safeties the whole year, but, like, People are less buzzy about it. It's weird, right? It's almost like I forget he's in the class sometimes. Like the stock's just been so odd. He's long. Yeah. He's he's played um, kind of in that big nickel role. I don't. I don't really have a great feel of how he'll test. Me neither. I, but I think he needs to test well just for the buzz, which is weird. Um, like he is athletic for sure. I I wonder what the long speed looks like. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Who's your low key one? And, and oh, and I just wanted to add with him too is the change of direction stuff. He's kind of he plays a little high. Yeah, that's true. And he's long, so seeing that stuff. Uh, the more low key one is Ohio State's Ronnie Higgins. Yeah, I who, I didn't put him down, but I was thinking him. Yeah, yeah, like he had a not great one day of Senior Bowl practice. Yeah. Um, wasn't kind of unfair to him, but I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, and I just don't know that he's going to run a super fast. Bowl. I don't think he will. I, I agree with you, which hurts. I, I that's a good pick. Uh, who I put Antonio Johnson. I think oh, he's yeah. My bad. No, I know we've been matching. We've been lining up a lot. Uh, we're in lockstep, kind of like uh, Jim Nagy and the Senior Bowl staff. <laughs> um, gets on the radar. Florida's trading. That's who I put too. Okay, we're we're too freaky. I really, I really like his his tape. He's just like kind of a tight end race. Yeah, I thought watching Florida games live, he had his like moments where it wasn't great, but that whole Florida defense wasn't great. He, so. His thing too is like he's better when you just have him play one on one. Yeah, like uh, he's he's kind of not great uh, with his eyes in the yeah. zone and can kind of bite on yeah. stuff. But when he's just focused on one player, he's so long. He's very athletic, yeah. and he looked good at the um, Shrine Bowl too. Uh, and I think he's gonna test real well at six. Three. I think that's the highlight pick here. I totally agree, and kind of similar vein of a player. I, th- I put Jay Ward too. Who um, our, our guy uh, looks like he's got that great downhill speed. I, I don't think he's going to test as well as Dean, but I, I think just really solid week with that with that with that size kind of going to ignite himself. Um, needs a big week. How about Notre Dame? That's, that's why I put Brandon <laughs> Joseph. That's your boy. Yeah, where the hell, what happened? His stock is completely gone. He needs something to kind of fire himself back up in some way, you know? Yeah, man, what a ride for real. Um, yeah. Most important measurement, medical, or interview. It's kind of cheating because we saw them weigh in at the Senior Bowl, but George's Christopher Smith and Florida State's Jam, Jamie Robinson have yeah. uh, some of the best tape in the safety class, but they're both undersized. Yeah. Um, so seeing what, if they're, like, I think Smith was 5'10", 188. Jamie Robinson, I think, was 5'11", 194. So seeing that, but then having the added context of, how they test at those? Levels. Yeah, I don't know if either. Like, I don't know if either are gonna test amazing either, right? But that's, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna test poor, but like you know, just 
I think Christopher Smith could have really good uh, three cone. Yeah, that's fair. I just like, yeah, that's fair. I hope so. I love both of them. I mean, yeah, they're both really. There's fun. so many great, so many fun safeties. Um, but yeah, my overall winner, I ended up going with Brian Branch. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just almost like almost think he's getting slapped on with how damn good he is. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's top ten player in this class, and again in this week class. Like, he might be a top five player for me. I think he is right now. I'm obviously not dumb. Do you have a comp that you like? Uh, uh, I do like the Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I knew you would. And I think I kind of figured you'd love him so much because of Minka. And I see it, too. I don't know if I'm going to slap it yet until we get there, but I see it, too. Like, he can just do anything you ask him yeah. to do. The instincts are just so good, and then he's such a physical tackler. Didn't, it, didn't um, Minka work out with the corners in Indy, too, or am I imagining things? I'm sure. Oh, whatever. I don't freaking remember but, who worked out. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter, but I feel like I remember that. I don't know. Don't know. All right. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll see you in Indy. Um, Save me uh, a shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's, buddy. I'll, I'll be busy uh, trying to bench all the players. So. <laughs> <laughs>